and welcome to the Be Real, Get Real podcast. I am your host, Nancy Matthews, one of the founders of Women's Prosperity Network, and it is our absolute privilege, purpose, and pleasure to shine the light on extraordinary women who share their real stories about what they're up to in the world, how they came to be where they are, and we offer us in the spirit of lifting up another woman to inspire you to be your best self, to be real, get real, and achieve real results. And today I have the pleasure of introducing you to Eileen Castellano, who I've known for three or four years, something like that. Yes. And um, Eileen is a number one best-selling author, inspirational speaker, high performance coach, and the co-host of the Achieve and Thrive podcast. So make sure you check out her podcast. And she's also the author of Heal Your Past and Live Today. And we're going to learn a little bit about Eileen today and her story really around the topic of why your self-talk matters. So welcome, my friend. So glad to have you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you for having me on your show. It's my pleasure and my privilege. And I think we first met um, while you were working on that first book before it even came out. So can yes. you share a little bit of, I know you have a, had a whole other career before uh, jumping into what you're doing now. So can you share with our audience a little bit about your story and your background? Yes. So I was a family therapist for over 20 years. And um, in the midst of my getting my divorce of 37 years, the father of my four kids, I was um, in the transition of not only leaving the marriage, but also wanting to reinvent myself mm-hmm. and wanting to find myself doing other things other than seeing 50, 55 clients in therapy. As those my therapy clients and I was um, in private practice. So very busy, a lot of work, four kids, running a household, entrepreneur. And so leaving the marriage, it was interesting because I, I not only left the marriage and I, and I call it the marriage license, I also left the, um, the therapeutic world and the license that would adhere for me to have to be a certain way, talk to my clients a certain way, all the confidentiality clauses that we had to adhere to. I did a lot with family court services and helping children and protect them from violence and situations going on at home. So it was really interesting, Nancy, because I, as I was, I was going through a lot of the domestic violence in my own family and my own um, relationship and, and the aggression and everything that was, that I was involved in. It was, it was that, that aspect of me that could be so helpful to clients and to be able to share from a place of understanding and really having deep empathy for what they were going through. So it was, it was just a crazy time of my life. And I did that for 20 years. So that's how I identified myself. I was the wife, I was the mother, but I was a therapist. I was the friend. I was the confidant to so many people. And so leaving that was, was going to be a challenge, not only because it was going to, it was for me to reinvent myself, but as much as my clients needed me, I recognized how much I needed them mm-hmm. because they fulfilled 55 hours a week, plus all the documentation and paperwork. And so I was working 70, 80 hours a week and you know, still handling the home and the kids and everything else. So um, that, that was my backstory. (laughs) And and that's a full backstory. So a couple of things you said, and and we'll tie this to this self-talk piece. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, and and I've had a similar experience, 
when you started to feel the call to want to make some significant changes. I know mm -hmm. one of the fears for me, mm -hmm. it was this whole concept of my identity, my identity as a mother, as a business owner, as a paralegal, as a real estate um, you know, investor, like our identity can get tied to these labels. And, yeah. and I think this is where self-talk comes in because if I keep myself in that identity, even though my soul or my spirit may be calling for something else, I won't be able to break through, right? Right, exactly. So yeah. talk to us about that process, what it was like for you. And, and I suspect there's someone listening in today who is feeling that desire for something more, but doesn't know how. So the self-talk and why self-talk is, is something that I, that I bring up a lot, especially with women and why self-talk matters is so growing up for my parents, the, the way that they would identify me and the way that they would talk about me in front of me as a child. And again, I love my parents and they did wonderful, but one of the things that as a parent, even we want to make sure, and we want to be aware of what we say about our kids mm -hmm. that may be true, but maybe not true at all. And so I was always called the shy child. And so they would present me as, okay, here's my sister who was very, um, she's very excited and she's very, um, she's very charismatic. And then here's Eileen, but she's the, she's shy. She's the shy child. And it was interesting because that's how they would present me. And, oh no, she doesn't want to eat. Oh no, she doesn't want to drink anything. She, they would respond for me just because I was quiet. I was more of the observer. I was very mature for my age. So that's how I was introduced to everybody. And so I took on my parents talk about me mm -hmm. and I made it my own self-talk. And it was, no, I'm not going to go out for sports because I'm shy. No, I don't want to be a cheerleader because I'm shy. No, I can't stand up and present in front of a class because I'm shy. And so I worked with that my whole life. Then I marry somebody who's extremely jealous and insecure and cuddles, coddles me and makes me feel like, you know, I can't go out in the world because it's not safe because people can hurt you where, you know, that's what was happening internally at home. But it, I, I came to see it as he was going to protect me. And that's how much he loved me was he was going to protect me by keeping me again, shy and away. And I'm going to speak for her. And so I spent most of my life and being in this place yeah. of, yeah, and just living out. And then I go to be a therapist, right? Because what better profession than to help people, which is something that I always wanted to do was to help people, but we only do one-on-one. -on -one. So when I closed the door, it was only them and me. And it was that confidentiality thing. Again. Right. So you actually think your entire career was built around yeah. keeping things yeah. um, closed in, I guess, right. and in right. the protective bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And so, being exposed was dangerous. Right. Right. And especially if you're all, most of the clients that you work with were going through domestic violence, you know, if, if you speak up, you're going to get yelled at, hit, or whatever that situation is. So yeah. keeping closed. Yes. is a way to keep safe. Yes. yes. And so I did see a picture of you, I believe, in Times Square with the yes. banner of your book. <laughs> so something obviously shifted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so talk to us about that process. 
So the scariest thing of all was, like you said, you know, that that soul calling me to do more. And as much as I could see 50, 55 clients a week, that's where it capped out. I mean, I, there weren't enough hours in the day or the week or for me to see any more. And so I wanted to have this big reach. And so that's where the whole idea of the book came into place, which is when you and I met. It's like, okay, how do I start to have this voice? I started with the social media doing Facebook lives like this um, podcast and, and really getting my voice out there. But it was interesting. I, I, it was, it was something that happened so fast because there was so much energy inside of me and so much intention to get it out in the world that anytime anybody would invite me, Oh, you want to go network? You want to? Yes, 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 yes. So I was had a couple of years of just saying yes to everything. And, and it was scary. It was, I mean, there were, there were days that I I would question myself and, you know, who do you think you are and how dare you, or, you know, so many people that love me and family members that knew me one way, um, have seen me evolve and nobody knew what I was going through in, uh, in my relationship at home. Mm -hmm. So So everything was quiet. (laughs) Maybe we'll bring you back for another show to talk about that (laughs) in more, in in more depth. So on the self-talk piece you know so I there were days I would wake up and say who do you think you are you know how are you going to be able to do that that's not your place whatever those things are that self-talk was actually talk from others that you interpreted as your own and I've been through this too absolutely yes Yes. I I often will will say when I um, hear a client or somebody a friend whatever it is and they have this limiting thought or belief or statement such as who do you think you are is what I say to myself and I go okay whose voice is that yes <laughs> it's probably not yes. it's somebody else's voice that you just internalize yes um, so let's talk a little bit about your book and I want to encourage everybody uh, to get her book to heal your past and live today because all we have is today hmm. so tell us about the book and what the experience for the reader is like so even writing Heal Your Past and Live Today, Nancy, came from the idea that the self-talk within me had to shift and that I had to be okay with the language that I was using. Because if it sounded like it was somebody else's language, then I was going to oppose it, right? Because it was a part of me that was rebelling and really wanting to strip myself from those past experiences. So when I created the book, what I thought was very important, it's, it's, a, it's a reflection book. It's a book that you get to write inside. It's a little workbook. One of the things that I I realized was for me, the importance of releasing my old thought or my old emotion or whatever I had experienced and then replace that thought with something positive, something that was going to elevate me. And so that's what Heal Your Past and Live Today is all about is really recognizing that you don't have to be your past anymore, that you do have permission to release it and then replace it for something else. Because the replacing it is so important because that is the pro- the reprogramming of the subconscious mind, mm-hmm. which is reminding us that we we get to create a different language, a, ne- a new story, a new narrative around the same objects or the same situations we used to have. We just get to redefine them. And in doing that, we get to redefine ourselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a couple of things I heard in that. Number one is people say you can heal your past and live today. Okay, but how do I really do that? Mm-hmm. It sounds like this book is a guide to doing so. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, 
you can hear the cliches and you can say, oh, that's great. Somebody else could figure it out, but I don't know how to do it. This book is going to get you that. So get her book, uh, Heal Your Past and Live Today. And the other thing that occurred to me is 20 years in as a family therapist and a therapist, that's what's poured into this book. So the, the level of expertise that you brought in. Yes. Um, as, as we start to wind wrap up our, our conversation today, my curiosity is it seems like you're still helping people heal and move on and live today, but it's, there's a nuance to it uh, that's different than how you did it in therapy. What would you say is the biggest um, difference between how you practiced before and what you're now doing? So what I remind individuals today is the importance of them taking care of their energy and the vibration that they're resonating at. So it's not just our mood or it's not just our thoughts and our emotions, but the environment that we are creating around us is so powerful. For me, it was selling the house. It was getting into a penthouse apartment. It was starting a different lifestyle that made me feel good that I got to create for myself. So energy is something that I, I I totally believe in and impact and help clients remember that the space that you create around you is also not only how you feel inside, but it's an extension of your world. And if you feel that, for example, the color brown is not your thing, then don't have a set of brown furniture pieces in your home. Or if there's aromas that you don't like, for example, vanilla candles for me are not my thing. Mm -hmm. I rather lavender. So I won't put vanilla candles in my environment. So Helping them to be their high performance self also means that they capture not only what's going on inside of them, but what's going on outside of them that they get to control and have power over. Yeah. Which, is, which is really an important piece to take into account because so often we hear, you know, willpower, positive thoughts, <laughs> affirmations, and that's all the internal work, which is very important. Yes. Yeah. And if you're not noticing what is in, in your what is in your physical environment that's impacting you too you know absolutely and and we can talk about ergonomics we can talk about feng shui we could talk mm -hmm. about you know all of those pieces of it and and the bottom line is we are here in a physical experience relating to everything around us yes yeah, yeah beautiful yes, beautiful. yes. Uh, we could go on for quite a while. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> which, which we've done and we'll probably do again. Yeah. So let our audience know how they can get in touch with you and uh, get your book, take it to the next level. So the book is on Amazon, Heal Your Past and Live Today. Um, you can also look me up on my website, EileenC.com. I've cut Castellano down so people don't have to get confused on how to spell that. And I'm all over social media also as Eileen C. Mentor, Eileen Castellano. And, um, and, and please listen to the Achieve and Thrive podcast. We've got a lot of great nuggets. My partner, Annette Comer, and I put a lot of time, effort, and love to creating something that will continue to elevate uh, women and men, um, but women who are in business, entrepreneurs, starting something new, and women in leadership and helping them to be the best leaders that they can be. So good. So good. We all, let's all rise up with that. Yeah, yes. Yes. So uh, thank you for being with us today. Any, oh, thank you. Any final thought? What would you like to say to one woman who's out there? 
I would like to say to that one woman that there is this power, energy, and passion ready to resonate and and come out of you. And what really pushed me through all the darkness that I was experiencing, and, and I know that this is you also, is that the world is waiting for you to show up. Mm-hmm. And so don't, don't stop at anything. Just continue uh, following that because the world is waiting. And, and we are, we're all waiting here to see who you are and to watch you step into your love and, and that light that, that you project so beautifully. Be the ripple, be the change. And yes. and if I just could put a cap on that, you will be supported. Yes. I think that's part of the other, the, the fear of stepping out and being alone. Um, you know, women such as Eileen and her partner, Women's Prosperity Network, we're here to, to hold you up so that you can shine and get, get all that, that love and support and uh, community from beneath it. So beautiful. Thank you again. For oh, being- thank you, Nancy. I am grateful. Beyond oh, I'm grateful today. All right, thank my friend. Thank you friends. for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, get out there. Step up. People are waiting for you. Enjoy this amazing day and shine your best and be the change you want to see in the world. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Bye, Eileen. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Nancy. Bye, everyone.